0: all right here we are i forgot to go live through the whole intro but we just nailed it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was trying to figure out what was gonna i I couldn't hear anything you know it's just like the intro (laughs) where's the intro Uh well
0: no no intro today everybody welcome on with us um of course we are missing malvina and peter both uh, but the summer season will be coming to an end up you know, in America. Your winter season down in in uh, Australia will be coming to an end soon. We'll be transitioning back, and and it's gonna be gonna be great, good. So we're missing Peter Malvina, but when they're when they're all when it's all said and done here in about a month, we should all be back here all together.
1: Yeah, well, you know what they say: when it's all said and done, there's more said than done. And yeah, I th-
0: I th- <laughs> you're probably right there. Yeah, yeah. Annalise, well, says she thought she was miss- missing something.
1: So, yeah.
0: And you, know, you uh, were gone. Yeah. You were gone last week, Mark, and and it was Malvina, um, and and I. We had a great time. It was, it was just had a great conversation, but. You were gone. You were on a trip. So tell us, I was, tell us I what was, happened.
1: I, I was in the Philippines. Um, and, um, you know, I I, I, uh, I, was saying to you before, you know, I think that, you know, God's got a, a, an amazing sense of humor. You know, it's like, because, you know, I've just had this, maybe I've been a little bit too much in it, but just ribbing you guys about, you know, so celebrating July 4th, you know, independence, you know, it's like, Um, and, and yeah, on July 4th, uh, in the Philippines, I signed documents, um, that established Kingdom Development Group as a company, our third company around the world. Mm. And, um, uh, a, a realization of a dream that I've had for years and years and years, um, about establishing something and it's really interesting you know how the scripture talks about first in the natural then mm-hmm. in the spirit realm and i don't think we pay attention to that as much as we need to is that there are natural things so there's a natural authority that exists in the in the land that when you when you become a part of that not because that's the end but that's a part of what you need to do is then then you can then step into an authority um, in the realm of the spirit that you've not mm-hmm. been ab- able to previously. So, that when we signed these papers, um, I-, I was really quite actually surprised how quickly things moved from then. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I-, I was thinking, oh, here we go, we'll be months or whatever else it so is. And it actually moved really quickly. I mean, though, the next day we, we had. Um, uh, confirmation and then we, you know, of course, yeah, pay money um, that was done. And uh, and before I left, I had the certificate um, of, uh, you know, completion. I think I've got it right here. Look, there it is. Certificate of incorporation. Got it. Um, wow. And, and but what happened for me was that things started to feel different. Um, mm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm certainly, uh, I can feel things, I feel atmospheres a lot, but it started to feel different. Um, I I felt like we connected with people. Um, You know, there's um, a guy who we are looking to build with in the micro-financing arena. And, um, you know, so we'll, we'll create a strategic alliance. Um, you know, I met somebody else who's doing some things a couple of hours away, out of the box thinking, out of the box mindset. You know, um, uh, 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 hydroponics and, um, you know, establishing rabbits for meat, you know, which is just a different different mindset. And it's, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's part of all that we're about is, is doing things differently that has always been done. You know, it's like typically we we talk about this a lot. That if you always do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've yeah. always won. Everybody, everybody yeah. wants something different, but they still want yeah. to keep doing the same thing that got them into that. Yeah, you know, and and so um, uh, and so it it just I felt a different authority. I felt like a different establishment. I think that there's. There's something significant about um, establishing something in the authority of the land mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. become, um, you know, you, you, you're making a declaration like we're here to stay. You know, we're secure in this. You know, we've, we've got a portion of this. And, in fact, even um, I think now going back, I'll be going back in the end of the year, going back into the country, I, I think I'm going to feel like I'm, I've got a legal right to be in this country.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, like legally, I have a right to be in this country. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a citizen of it, but I'm a director right. of a company that's established in this company. You know, it changed. That changed for me when we became a company in the U.S. That I came in not, you know, I, I came in confident. I came in with a confidence. You know, it's like, well, How can you? How can you say to me, no, I can't come in? Because I'm a director of a company that's established in in this, you know. So, so there's there's something about that. There is certainly um, an authority that comes out of a legal authority. It's same when you buy land somewhere. You you have that land mm-hmm. in that yep. place, and now you have an authority in the land that you can then speak to using your spiritual authority. Yeah. Right. So, yep. which is that whole yep. whole stewardship thing and responsibility that comes out of it, you know, and I think that's what um, you know Romans um, 8, 19 talks about is that the creation earnestly, eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God because it's yeah. just, it's so it's so fed up with being defiled by people who are using creation to get authority and power and all those sorts of things whereas the sons of God already have power and authority and they're meant to operate in it so that it actually brings freedom and release this is where the spirit of God is there is freedom yeah you know? yeah yeah the creations waiting for that freedom um, you know and and sons sons are destined to govern um, and are meant to govern out of their uh um uh, the office and the title and you know all the things that and identity you know true identity mm-hmm. and we're supposed to govern yeah
0: yeah and I was, good, I was thinking, Dave. I was,
1: yeah
0: I was just gonna hit these real quick Dave says hi hi Dave hi um
1: Dave.
0: that's so awesome mark and then stewardship carries an entirely different atmosphere than being a guest and and I think even in this regard um you know as a owner of company you know and being someone who's who's um uh, director, you know, of the company, because you're you get to you get to tell it what to do, where to go. That's yeah. great, and it is, it is a different atmosphere. You know, like you know, like people serving a church. You know, it's like well, the ones who are serving aren't guests anymore, right? They're mm-hmm. there with a different purpose, a different intention um mm-hmm. than than the guests are, and you know, there's a different level of responsibility you have right cuz now you got a responsibility in the nation
1: yes yeah that that's, that's exactly true and in you know i think that um you know one of my one of the things that i've said you know time and time again is that i think that romans 8 the whole chapter
0: mm-hmm.
1: is a very significant piece of scripture for you know not the only thing but it's quite significant for for now if there's if there's a and chapter that this decade uh, is to live out of it's Romans eight, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I, it is for me. I, I mean, I don't think it's for everybody else, but it certainly it's for me because I find myself keep going back into it. Yeah. And in Romans eight, it says it says that we are more than conquerors. And I, I don't know how many times I've read that and preached it and prophesied it and all those sorts of things. Uh, but that. That predisposes the fact is that we are meant to live conquering lives. We're meant to live in conquest. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why I get ticked off with these people. (laughs) I I apologize ahead if this is going to offend you. Ah, I get get ticked off with people who are looking to escape the planet, who are looking they're looking for, and they build a theology around escapology. You know, can't wait for Jesus. Look, I can't. I, I, am I'm, I'm looking forward to an, an eternity. uh from from a heaven's place, but I'm already there. I'm right. seated in heavenly places.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so you know, um, and and there are things that I get to do now that I'm not going to yeah. get to do in yep. eternity. Yep. you know, and so I, I'm meant to live a conquesting conquering life. That's why I have been made to be more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. i I am a conqueror, but I'm more than that. you know yep. and and so conquest is and and when you when you come into agreement with with what God's intention is, instead of fighting it, instead of looking for excuses or instead of looking for, you know, if you're looking for excuses, you find them. If you're looking for opportunities, you find them. Mm-hmm. And so this is this whole thing that I've been on for quite a while now. And I've talked about it here. It's about perspective. It really does make a huge difference where you see things from. It does. And, you know, yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep saying it and You know, if I'm looking from from light towards darkness, then I'm looking at how I'm going to chase the darkness out. If I'm looking from abundance towards lack, then I'm looking at, you know, how do how do we release? How do we give? How do we be generous? How do we how do we conquer this thing? How do we chase this lack out? But if I'm looking from lack, I'm looking at how do I get, how do I get, how do I get, how do I get? Do I get? Yeah. And getting yeah. is not the nature of no. God. No, it's not the nature of getting. How all. do we get, yeah. how do we get, how do we get, you know, and even even take it down into a place here. How do I, how do I help these people um, embrace their destiny Rather yeah. than how do I get people to work for me, or how do I get yeah. people to fulfil my dream? It's yeah. a different. It's a different place. It's 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 very much in a place of. Okay, you know, it's, it, I mean, I've been thinking like this. It's like, well, God said that He owns a cattle on a thousand hills. I want to be in a place where I'm talking to the Father and say, which one of these cows are we selling? <laughs> Mm-hmm. so that yeah. I can travel here or so that I can go and do this You know, which which ones are we selling <laughs> you know it's like mm-hmm. it, yeah. and, and that's yeah. just a funny little sort of thing that I'm, I'm thinking in my mind and in my imagination but I, I, I know what it feels like when I'm trying to get something I, I, I get all anxious yeah. I get all I can see is yeah. the problem all I can see is what's not there all of those sorts of things it's just really a a different thing. So, you better get used to me talking about it because I'm just going to be on this. I think for ever and a day.
0: Yeah. No, it's really good. It's really good. There's this um, question Emily asks: What comes after conquering? Habitation, husbandry, homemaking. Um, yep. You know, good good question. You know, once you take it over, I think habitation is the case. Um, you know, it seems reasonable to say that it becomes a place you reside in.
1: Right. Yeah, and I think I think says um, a, a real uh, interesting point too. You know, I, I've noticed this: if people are looking for offense, uh, that's what we we'll find. I mean, Jesus, Jesus said it, and he said, "Look, seek, and you'll find." So, whatever you're yeah. looking for, you will find that. And yeah. he also said, he also said that it's impossible for offenses not to come. So, offense right. is always going to come knocking. It's just like. And I, I think the more that secure you are as a son, or the more you understand, or the healthier you are, you, the less offenses will bother you.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you,
1: mm-hmm. there's nothing to get offended about. Yep, yep. But there is a, there is a place, there is a place where offense will come knocking and you just say, go away, I don't have time for you. Well,
0: we've talked a lot about our you know, reticulator, reticular activating system. and you yep. know and i think that there is this um you know reality of of as the world would call it the law of attraction you know that what you look for you end up getting and and you yep. know that that thing that you're putting out there is probably going to come around and you know jesus called it sowing and reaping and you know like there's yep. lots of lots of ways to to look at that but it is it is interesting because when you look for glory you'll find glory Right when you look for for hope, you're gonna find hope.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. You know, you look yeah. for what's what's good, what's pure, what's pleasant. You know, you look for all of those. Was it Philippians four eight list? You know. So, mm-hmm. I think it's four eight. Yeah. So I think that there's there's a lot there's a lot to be said about that. And thinking about you going to you know, the Philippines. And one of the things that, that to me really stands out is that God, God moved that in his divine timing and, um, put that together after you've, you've shown your character, your heart, your passion for that, for that place. Yeah. You know, and I think that God wants people who are willing to sacrifice before they get the contract people who are willing to invest before they get the the authority, right? And I think, you know, that's a something that we kind of missed out in today's current environment. You know, so many people think they have earned it and deserve it, and therefore they should have it, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I was um, – when I was in Manila, um, I, I went into a bookstore, and um, I – I brought a book um, called *Think Again*, and of course, in in the Philippines, they wrap all the books up so that you can't flick through them. And uh, uh, and so I was drawn to this particular book. I just felt like Holy Spirit was drawing me to it. Called *Think Again*, Um, and I found it really interesting. Um, In in it, there's a number of stories, um, and and one of it is from the, the 1949 or something. Of this group of firefighters um, who were dropped into a place of a wildfire that was happening, and um, um, and this fire just took off, and they were they were had to try and outrun the fire, um, you know, change direction and all that sort of stuff. And the mate, the leader um, was was running, and and he lit a fire in front of him that burned a whole area and he laid down and he tried to get the others guys to come and they just thought they were crazy. And unfortunately 12 of them got consumed with the fire. And part of the reason is that they would would not dispose of their heavy equipment that was slowing them down because they'd always been taught rightfully to look after their equipment. Their, Their equipment had become so much a part of their identity of who they were they could not let that go and Mm. they were overtaken by the fire Mm. the guy that survived did the unthinkable right he lit a fire that burnt the area that when the fire came there was nothing to consume and and so he just stayed down low and covered his mouth and 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 lived um because of the oxygen and so a lot was learned um, out of that. And so I'm reading this book and the first chapter, and I'm just thinking, this is this is hilarious, because the first chapter is about a preacher, me, a prosecutor, me, <laughs> a politician, I've probably not been a politician, but I think I've acted like a politician at times, um, and a scientist. <laughs> and, and it's really interesting because uh, what oh. is what what he's doing in writing about this book is he's talking about unlearning things. He's talking about being in a place where something that we've learnt and something that we've valued can be the very thing that can slow can stop us from actually stepping into some of the new things. Um, you know, he talks in in this book about you know 1950, medical knowledge was doubling every fifty years nineteen eighty yeah. it's doubling every ten years. Twenty ten it's doubling every uh three and a half. Uh, three and a half years. You know, so so what we're seeing is that we're seeing an acceleration of of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um and then then in this whole chapter he he talks about cult leaders, for instance. Cult leaders their mantra is i'm always right so a cult leader is always right a politician is we are right they're wrong right? right yes oh my gosh a preacher is a preacher is i'm right a prosecutor is you're wrong and a scientist is i might be wrong I might be. Mm. I might be wrong. So therefore a scientist is setting himself up. This could be wrong. I need I need to I need to look at this. It's, it's positioning yourself, and this is what he's saying is we need to be in that scientist mindset where it's like, let's discover what God is saying, not just because it's always been done that way. Let's let's look at what what what's what's the latest thing What's what's the thing that is on the heart of the Father now? Because things are changing. Like there's revelation that's that's coming and all these sorts of things. And uh, um, you know, I've just started this book, but it's already gripping me, already getting me into a place where it's like, okay, um, I think you know, knowledge is really important, but so but um, you know, of learning, I think fifty percent is knowledge and fifty percent is unlearning so if it's if it's about unlearning then i should learn how to unlearn
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah right i should yeah. i should be in a place where i'm i'm understanding how do i unlearn something because the very thing i've learnt, um you know five or ten years ago may just be the thing that's keeping me from stepping into the very thing that god is speaking right. about now because he yeah. the father is the father is it, it, the father's the same he never changes but he's always bringing new things there's nothing new under the same sun but there's a whole lot new above the sun mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. end of revelation otherwise you know like eternity is going to be pretty boring i mean you know that's not yeah no
0: and you know it's fun because the foundations are so big that the structure of revelation is, is, is so massive, right? If the foundation of foundation of the cross and the foundation of, um, you know, just that words, create creation story, you know, like the foundation of, of, you know, the spirit in inhabiting man, you know, these core fundamental foundations are so huge Right, that the structure of revelation that's built on those foundations is is yeah. just more than we can more than we can
1: discover, you know. Well, you know, interesting. You should say that because I've talked about this be- here before. But yeah, again, I've just I've been in this you know perspective place of looking. Right. Okay. God said, "Let there be light." Uh huh. Yep. It just rolls off the tongue. Tongue. But the reality is, there's no such thing as darkness because darkness is not created. Right. That's why there's no such thing as a kingdom of darkness. There's no yep. such thing as a kingdom of darkness because there's no king, and it's not. It's the absence of something. Mm-hmm. So, so um, darkness um, it does not exist except that it's the absence of light because light is the created thing. It's the same with lack. Right. God didn't create lack. No, mm. Lack is that when you don't have the, the the presence of abundance, so that when we when we're looking at a situation from lack towards abundance or towards provision, we're looking at the wrong place for it, and mm. we will you know it's it's like I said to you before, it's like going to Sandpoint but heading towards Chicago, you mm-hmm. just you're not going to get there. Because you're going yeah. in the wrong direction, you know. She's just like, yeah. hey, "Wait a minute, you know." So, so when when we when we're seeing things from the correct perspective, from mm-hmm. God's perspective, from fulfilled, accomplished place towards something, then we have the ability to attack that lack. Or yeah, and sit. Yeah, we, we have we have a proper perspective, right? you know like like yeah, like yeah so, like sin doesn't exist you know thank you for because because I I'm just on this hobby horse you see so I'm going to be talking about it all the time um, but see so, sin doesn't really exist it's just the exact, the it's the absence right it's the absence of righteousness so that when we have the proper perspective when we're looking at how we release this how we bring this not how do we, how do we legislate against it? Right. Sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, And uh, Linus says, Annalie, great point to ponder. I love the homemaking option. (laughs) That's funny. Um, You know, one of the, one of the things you talk about um, that you just mentioned was about um, abundance and you know living you know abundance being the the reality that we actually live in mm-hmm. right and that you know what we sense as poverty is just that it's just the lack of what's fully there right not mm-hmm. seeing it not experiencing the fullness of the abundance that God's given, right? Because you compare it to light, compare it to you know, we could do um, it kind of across the board in a lot of different areas. This analogy, right? That God's God is doing something in its fullness, right? He He's He is the light. He is the righteousness. He is the abundant life, right? Like He is mm-hmm. all those things, and so when we're noticing poverty, we're actually not living out of the abundance because we're looking at poverty. We're putting our focus on the wrong thing, right? Just like righteousness, because we're spending all of our time focused on sin instead of on righteousness. Um, and I, I feel like there's a shift that has to happen in our in our minds um, that allows us the freedom to do that without shame or guilt. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think that that has pushed, pushed the body of Christ into a position of false humility, of feeling holy by lack. Right. That, that lack makes you holy, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it's the same thing of like, well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Well, <clears throat> why are you still talking about sin? Why is yeah. that your prior, you know, why is that your primary identifier in the sentence? Right. Yeah. I'm a sinner. No, how about you're just, I'm, I'm a righteous man whose eyes are on Jesus, you know, like, yeah. so I think, um I think there's a lot there that, that can consistently, it's got a shift in our mindset, yeah. you know, instead of looking at what's missing or, or, or that to, so, to stand on what we have.
1: So whilst it's important to understand who God is, it's a, it's also, an, it, um, I think, an important thing to understand. If, you know, Paul said this: I don't want you to be ignorant of the schemes of the enemy. You know, it's just like it's, what he's saying is: I want I want you to be intelligent towards what what his tricks are. So, you know, one of the classic things is that the enemy. Will encourage us to work for something that we already have mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: by convincing yep. us that we don't have it, um, or convincing us of, um, you know, how we should how we should behave. It's like you said, uh-huh. yeah. We, we 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 think that it's it's a blessing to God to us to put ourselves down, and tr- and try and become something that we already are. You know, it's like. Or, or let's try working for this but you already have it well that would be too you know that would be too um, too forward that would be too mm-hmm. this or that would be prideful or whatever else well you, you can't be prideful of something that God has given you you can you can be blessed by it but you can't uh-huh. be yeah you know yep. it's like well I'm yep. I'm proud that I'm I'm a I'm, I'm mm-hmm. son of God well great. Mm-hmm. You because know, you're not trying to become something, you yeah. Because that's who I am, and and so you know, there 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 has to come a realization that there's some lies that we believed that yeah. sort of sound okay. You know, it's like yeah, you know, it sounded okay. If you eat of this tree, a tree of the knowledge of good and evil, then your eyes will be opened up and you'll become like God. It sounds okay. What's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that is it's completely false. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. They we're already made in the image of God. But if that's you right. don't understand that you're already made in the image of God, if you don't understand the foundation, then you are going to be tricked into something. And that's mm-hmm. that's what we're that's what we're doing. We're, we 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 are challenging some of the assumptions that people are building their life upon because those assumptions aren't true. Those assumptions aren't real. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the problem for some people is that they're so locked into an assumption, Mm -hmm. so Mm. established in that assumption that when we rock it, that's why Jesus said, listen, once again, I'm going to shake and I'm going to shake some things and it's going to get uncomfortable because you feel the shaking but I have to do it so that you can understand what right. remains is kingdom. Yeah.
0: Well, we definitely don't like to have our our justifications, our reasoning, our our you know safety safety beliefs shaken. You know, we don't those <coughs> those things that we found comfort in, those things that we've used over and over and over to. to ourselves that we're okay, you know, and then God's yeah. like, hey, we're gonna shake that. That's not me. That's not a me. That's not a me. And we go, oh mm-hmm. God, this, this, you know, like we have this mini panic attack, we're unclear. You know, we mm-hmm. the confusion sets in. Um, I, you know, I really believe that God's gonna be um in this next season. He's I feel like the devil's tactics when it comes to um the mind and shutting off our capacity to see clearly. Like, you know, he's got that um, sometimes for some people. um, And I I know it's never me. Okay, I'll just say, you know, this never happens to me. Uh, Or especially you, Mark, you know, like we, this never happens to us, but sometimes our vision gets cloudy. Our thinking gets cloudy. We don't see clearly. We're suddenly, we're focused on the wrong thing. We've got all of the wrong, all of the wrong intentions happening. And we catch ourselves in a place, you know, down the line and we go, wait, whoa, what happened? Like, how did I end up in this place? I feel like I feel like the enemy is going to is going to be exposed so quickly next season. Like we're going to see it before it really takes root. Right. We're going to yeah. see it before we get to the place where we're like, I'm so confused. And where did you go, God? And what's happening? And, you know, because that's the goal of the enemy, right, is to get mm-hmm. us to question and do that kind of stuff. So I feel like we're we're going to actually be tuned in to see the self-justification, to see the way that we are doing things internally better, you know, and see, seeing all this stuff properly, um, you know. Yeah. I'm excited about that
1: I mean I, I think um, you can be in a right season asking the wrong questions, right? you know you can be in, into a place where only you're looking you're looking for something in the wrong place you know you, you can be in a, in a in a place where you know and I think for me, a classic illustration of being familiar. Um, that Jesus showed was when he comes into the temple of his hometown and he starts to share revelation and everybody is like wow where did this come from this is such full of life and exciting and all of those sorts of things you could you can just imagine the faith level going through the roof right. Yep, totally. Until, yep. until they recognized who was delivering it. Until they came, they brought it back down to a familiar, they brought it back down to unbelief. Uh, they brought it yep. back down and they sucked the faith out of that room. And Jesus yep. said he couldn't do anything much there. Um, he healed a few people, which is great for them. Um, just... Probably an upgrade for some places, but anyway. Um, yeah, seriously. But what, what the point about all of that is that familiarity? What familiarity does is it it robs us of faith. It it mm-hmm. draws the faith out. It sucks the life um out because we mm-hmm. we come back into our own comfort or our, we rest upon. What once worked, or what once was um, a, a truth to us, or what was once um, a, a value to us, and I think that's why it's really important to be in a place where we're constantly um, uh, hearing and and challenging our thinking. What what we thought was was a place, um, and I I'm really I like. Being around people who uh, are thinking, are challenging what was always like, you know, and culturally, you know, what was always done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this last trip in the Philippines, I think, was was very much a part of that. You know, we were we were considering some of the things that. Um, we're always being done in a particular way and how can we do this differently? How can we see this differently? How can we, you know, consider doing something um, different um, that's going to be more effective? You know, so, Mm-mm. you know, I think, I think um, it, there's a good place to, to live in it where you are challenging your own thinking by, you know, hearing from, from, from others. Um, and I, I think that you know God loves to surprise us with the ways that He talks to us.
0: Yeah, Linus um, says you know linearity thinking, and um, that's that is uh, from a study we're doing from Larry Crabb where you know we think that we can come up with a linear set of steps to get a God result, like um, like if I Give 10% for 10 years, I should receive a X amount of return on my money, you know, like that type of formulas, like, Mm -hmm. oh, if I pray this way, and I fast this way, then God's going to do what I want him to do, right? This, you know, these God formulas, as we call them, is, you know, goes beyond the, beyond the Mm -hmm. principle into a, into a depth of formula. So we have to get out of the linearity thinking of, if I prove this to God, then He'll do X for me, you know that type yeah. of stuff. You know, because yeah. that's not that's not I, how it works.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think I think it's very very clear from something that we have said time and time again.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That that um, Jesus, when he he starts his ministry, he uses some words that um, can be very um, can be very familiar to us. Uh, and yet missed the the significance of, about it. He, when he begins, he says, the kingdom of heaven is really close by. It's much closer than you realize. Yep. The problem yep. is yep. that you can't see it.
0: Yep. So
1: therefore, you will need to repent or change the way that you th- think Mm-mm. because you're not seeing it. And yep. then for the next three years, he demonstrates um, in, in effect, changing your view on certain things. And he demonstrated yep. far more than just showing off the power of God. He mm-hmm. was demonstrating some keys that I don't even think that we've fully, I I, I think we're just touching the, the surface on a lot yep. of these sorts of things, so, you know, whether it's provision, yep. whether it's walking on water, whether it's raising the dead, all of these sorts of things. Are far more significant than we than we realise. And so, if we are people who are living in this time, in this decade, who are actively um, examining the things that you have to change away, and I, I think it's 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 easier to uh, to recognise the things that you shouldn't be thinking. It's more difficult. To let go of of thinking that you've fought for, that you've gone through mm-hmm. years of, you know, you, you've journeyed on, that you've been challenged on, you finally you've got your thinking and changed it, and then it's almost like God says, ah, ha, ha, "You thought this was the end, you thought this was the destination, No, it's just the beginning." And because we fought for it and paid a price for it, we'll often right. hang on to it, just like we we'll yeah. hoard yeah. certain things um and 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 that can be the problem
0: Uh uh-huh i was gonna say problem
1: Uh i was gonna say problem but that's why i've been in the philippines for a little bit (laughs) longer i
0: love it i love it
1: um yeah i feel like
0: um in order for us to have a mindset shift and and i i feel like there's um I want to maybe tie a couple things together. It's what I'm thinking. Okay. You go to Philippines. You go to the Philippines. Independence Day. You you take part of the Philippines in a greater measure than you ever have before. Right? Sense of ownership, um, some stewardship, ability over uh, company now. Um, And on the other side of that, we also we also have um, where, um, there's a new, uh, you've stepped into new authority, you've stepped into new functionality, um, and a new territory that on a higher level. And so, so much of what we're talking about is the spiritual outworking of when we take territory, right? Like, so Like part of the spiritual outworking now is that you don't ever look at the Philippines the same. Yeah. Like, like your vision has shifted. You you've been moved into a new seat that you're sitting in to view the Philippines from a different location. Right. And now we're also talking about in the spirit, as we begin to shift our eyes to shift our vision to seeing things from what is created to how God has created it instead of the lack that is there. And so I feel like because of the seat that you're sitting in, you're able to see the destruction of lack far better than you probably have ever seen it before. I mean, you were telling me a few stories of, of how you just were things shifted and, and even interactions with people was much more empowering. There was much more like you're handing away freedom Mm -hmm. or more than you had before maybe or and empowering Mm -hmm. people to take responsibility more. And I feel like that for us on the call, I feel like um, there's a a type of impartation uh, for people to where they already have a seat. Can I just say like a lot of people have a seat, but they haven't taken up the responsibility of it. They haven't taken it seriously. They haven't looked at it from the perspective of actually having authority and responsibility yeah. in that arena. And so maybe there's an impartation to help get our get our vision up, right? Get our vision yeah. onto the thing that 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 we yeah. need to start. Instead of looking at the lack, we look at the abundance. Instead of looking at yeah. the darkness, we recognize that that's not even real. We just get to look at the light, right? Yeah. So you know, can you can you lead us in something like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think um, there's so many things begin with yes. Mm, there's so yeah. many things yeah. um, that begin with agreement um, that we say we say yes to, you know. And I think mm-hmm. God is waiting for our, our, in effect, our yes. He's waiting for mm-hmm. us to say yeah. Uh, he's not necessarily, he's not waiting for us to do it all. He's waiting for us to do right. permission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, permission is such an important thing, you know, um, it, it, I think that's what it is. You know, when, when he said, you know, you receive a profit, you get the prophet's reward. It's, yeah. it's about yeah. that. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, you know, where I would want to lead people in, and in, in prayer at the moment is to, mm-hmm. is to. You know the the promises of God are yes and amen, mm-hmm. uh, and and he his yes is the provision of it. Our amen is the agreement mm-hmm. of let it let it be so. Mm-hmm. So you know um, the the greatest thing that people can be praying today is to is to say Father, um, show me what you want me to possess and how to let go. Of mm-hmm. our old thinking, yeah. or how to un- unlearn, and so my prayer would be that sure. we would be people um, today who uh, are, who are able to move with the times that the times and seasons that God has is one thing to know the times and seasons. The next thing is to know what we ought to do. That's yeah. that that's sort of that sort of the wisdom. Um, and so, Father, I, I just thank you that. Uh, I thank mm. you for wisdom, um, which is the correct yeah. application of knowledge, and I thank you that we are a people of wisdom. I know that wisdom comes from you, and I thank you, um, I thank you, Father, that you are bringing us into uh, a courage um, a, and an ability to be able to 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 really speak the and release the amen. Mm -hmm. in agreement with what you are doing, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if it feels like it's challenging, the very thing that we fought for. And um, Father, for we desire to be um, Mm -hmm. people who are advancing your kingdom, uh, Mm -hmm. people who are possessing the new, uh, people who are, are, are marching to the tune of heaven, and not to the tune of anything else. And so, Father, we we, we, we want to thank you for what you're doing in this time, what you're doing in this season, what you're doing amongst us, and that indeed we will have just a fresh insight and revelation of being able to change the way that we think because the goal is to possess the kingdom that's really in place to us right right now. And so we pray that, Father, we we thank you that our perspectives will continue to be we'll continue to understand the perspective, the correct perspective, the yeah. perspective of yeah. heaven towards everything that we look at in Jesus' name. Come
0: on. Come on. Amen. Amen and amen. Okay. Amen. So oh, I think Mark, you're around next week?
1: Uh yeah, I'll be I'll be on next week. Um, are you on Okay.
0: Nope. I think it'll be you and Malvina. Um, I'll be at the uh, WorldCast conference uh, with um, Harold Eberly stuff in Yakima. decided excited about that, so I won't be here next week. Um, okay. But um, you will. You and, and Malvina should be here, and, and we'll We'll go from there. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming on today and joining us, as always. And mm-hmm. uh, we're excited to see what the Lord's going to do in the next season. Amen.
1: Alright, bye. All right. goodbye. Bye.